This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution. That will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Okay, this time a year ago, you were in spring training with the San Diego Padres. And you were about to go off. I think you're the perfect guy for this. You played in the big leagues for so long. You played 19 seasons. Uh, your first year was actually at the end of my career, 2005. Um, there were new rules being implemented. Now, I'm sitting here as an ex-player, as a fan, looking at these new rules, rules and thinking, wow, for the veteran players, for the veteran hitters, that you have your routine, you go to the plate, you, we have certain checkpoints we go to, and all of a sudden – you're on a time clock. What were you thinking going into the season? And, and let's let's go one at a time. The time clock uh, where, where the, you had to engage the pitcher at the seven-second mark, and then he could do whatever he want. What were you thinking going into it? And after it was implemented and, and you played some games, how would you like it? Yeah, before, before last year, I asked some players in the minors, like, how was it? Like, what do you like? What do you don't like? You know, they all – different opinions, but most of them, they positive. And I went to the season thinking, you know, uh, well, uh, at least the game is going to end up quicker. We, we, we're going to have less time on the field. We can rest quicker. Um, so one start, you know, like anything that you try new, you kind of be a little bit uncomfortable. And then once you figure it out, it's like, okay, this is what it is. You know, we all got to deal with it. Um, so let's enjoy it. And at the end of the day, you know, uh, for the good of the game, uh, fans can be home earlier. They join the game, and and uh, we as a player um, get benefit from it, you know. And uh, at the end, uh, like I say, I love it, and I, I thought it was a great, great job from MLB implementing that. It was amazing because I'm sitting there on the outside, and I'm thinking this is going to be rough. You know, these hitters aren't used to that. How are we going to be ready on time? But as I watched it, it seemed like you guys uh, kind of conformed to it like it was no big deal once you got through spring training, got into the season. As a fan, as somebody in the media now, I loved it because you're right. The fans knew it, you knew it wasn't going to be a three and a half, four hour game. You knew it was going to be about two hours and 40 minutes. Everything seemed to be crisper moving along. Everybody's kind of on their toes and and ready to go. So I went in very pessimistic. And I got, I came away from it and I thought, wow, I, I was really wrong. My instincts were wrong. It ended up being a great thing for the game. So I'm with you. I thought it was great, but I just wanted that player's perspective because, you know, I, I didn't get in the box with the time clock. Um, yeah, no, we as a player love it, you know, especially like I said, we can get home earlier. 
for the good of the game, uh, if you have a son and, I, and he he need to go to school the next day, so I know at least I'll be home by ten. Uh, and right. he's we have still a chance to watch the game, and the next day he can go to school. So it, it, it plays different roles where everything is for the good of the game, you know. How did you talk talking to teammates of yours that were were base stealers uh, or the catchers with the you could only throw over twice uh, pitchers the the two time that you can disengage from the rubber that was diff that was different you know I've talked to some players from my generation that were base stealers going wow I'd love to have those oh, rules when I played I, I I just stole eighty bases you know we always say that the old guys always say back in my day if we would have done that. Uh, that's that's what you do when you get older. You're you're too young now, but in, in a while you'll be saying that. My day. Um, so what what did they say? Did the base stealers like? I liked it too because I think what it did was it encouraged. We've been getting away from it a little bit in Major League Baseball. Base running, you know, it, it seems like they don't move runners like they used to. The the fundamentals of the game have changed a little bit. Um, but I think it, it did what it was supposed to do. It encouraged the running game again. It had some more action. I think the fans really liked it. What about your teammates? Yeah, I mean, uh, we understand uh, everything of, like, going and creating situations and, and, and creating situations for the fans, you know. Get, get the fans, in, the players involved. Like, you don't necessarily have to be the hitting homers, but you can create runs, stealing bases, and... And a good example of that was the the, the D-backs, you know. They they did it stealing bases and playing the small ball, and they went all the way to the World Series. So um, going back to your questions, um, depends on what you see. As a catcher, it was like, wow, what are, what are they doing, you know? <laughs> I cannot cut anybody. Um, if you're a fast runner, then this is a paradise. That's exactly what I need. Um, but, uh, like, uh, going back to the, the question was, like, uh, uh, you, you can find different opinions, but 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 for the good, again again, um, the fans like it because it, it created more excitement. You know, when stealing bases and you have the expectations of all oh, these guys gonna go at some point. I think something that's been talked about, uh, and and I think it's inevitable with the with the technology we have these days, and and how much the game has changed. I think the robo umps are coming. I just do. I know they're going to do it in the minor leagues as an old school kind of player. I, I like to leave alone as much as you can with the game. I love the human element, but there's nowadays, and this is probably different from when you first came into the league. It was different then. The umpires were different. You didn't have that yeah. stupid box that we can all watch on TV and everybody's, you know, everybody's the greatest umpire in the world from their couch when really that's not truly even the, the true strike zone but it seems like you, you've got the ipads in the dugout you can tell whether it's a ball or a strike right after the fact uh it's just different your takes on robo ump do you think it's going to be good for the game if it's if it's eventually put in and taking it out yeah. of the umpire i mean i have a chance to play in like you say in two generations in and um last year i went to rehab and triple a and I got the chance to play in the three situations where um, the strike zone was calling by the umpire. You can challenge, and the other one was the whole game just just be there. You watching ball strikes, and like wow, at least I know that the umpire is not screwing me. Oh, I know I know my strike zone, but sometimes I have to be aware 
how big the strikes on obviously the umpire or how small it is, where he tends to are to call balls and strikes. Um, and I know I can, I can I can be consistent taking the pitches that I that I know that I ball, um, and I don't expect the umpire to call it. So um, I, I like it. The three games that I played in the minors last year, like I said, rehab, um, and and at the end of the game, just use one to make the right call. Like like when they implemented the the, the replay, everybody was like, oh, you know, you don't see what happened. Um, and at the end of the day, you you want to be just to be right, you know, and be fair and equal to everybody. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Have you seen a difference since you broke in as a rookie to, to say, 2023 as far as the umpires, um, the way they are? I, I remember as a player, and this is just me, you know, I play second base, so I got an umpire with me every day. Now, my job was to – I buddied up with all the umpires. I asked them where they're going to dinner, <laughs> they needed it, because I know in two days they're going to be behind the plate calling balls and strikes. That's just the culture, the way it was. We, we talked yeah. to the umpires. I don't know that I see it that much these days. It's more of a business and, and we take the field. You would know better than anybody. Has it changed? Uh, how good are the umpires nowadays versus when you came in? I think everybody is, is improving, you know. Um, they give you the the little thing that you mentioned. Um, it put pressure on, I guess, and then because everybody's watching now, like, I was watching that game, the, the World Series that Levan Hernandez was throwing, and they oh, put a little box there. And I go, <laughs> oh, my God, how far away are those pitches, you know? Yeah. Um, Eric Gray. If, if, you, if you do that right now in this DNA, like today, everybody will be blowing up the umpire, you know, even um, because you can basically know what pitches are close. I mean, if they are close pitches, you know, you cannot do anything about it. That's the nature of the game of the umpire calling balls and strike. You know, you cannot do anything with it. But when you see stuff like that, you go back like, wow, uh, we, you wish we can have that. At least, do you know, the umpire is going to go that far calling pitches that are way out of the strike zone. Um, so, like anything, like I mentioned earlier, like anything new, you're always going to be um, skeptical. It's going to work. You're going to like it. But um, once you try, like even 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 a few years ago, what they told us, you cannot you cannot step out of the, the the box when you when you hit him. That was hard on everybody. Like wow, I cannot do that. And now it's part of routine. Nobody leave the box anymore. Um, right. um, so just creating creating less dead time um, in in creating in creating more plays in more situations where the far ends are more interesting in the game and, and watching the game, but the, the, the different way. And I just think too, you know, I, I, like I said, at first I was against it. The more I think about it, it's like, that's one more, that's one less thing I've got to worry about. Like the worst thing we can't stand is when an umpire establishes his zone early in the game and the good ones do. 
And you know today, hey, maybe he's given an inch off the outside corner, but he's given me that inside corner. I know yeah. the rules going in. I know with two strikes what he's calling, what he's not. We hate when he just he gets inconsistent. Wait a minute, that wasn't a strike in the second mm-hmm. inning, you know. So with the if it was a robo ump situation, at least going in, you know the strike zone. And and that's yes. one less thing as a hitter that you we don't have to worry about it. Yeah. No, and 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 at least if it's a strike, it's nobody's fault. It's my own fault. Like the umpire right. is not doing nothing against me. The strike zone is this, and that's it. That's it for everybody. It don't matter if you're a rookie or veteran, if you're a side young throwing or you're the rookie pitching, you know, uh, it's going to be the same for everybody. So at the end of the day, like I said again, you know, you want to be equal, you want to be fair for everybody. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging in fact wasabi is up to 80 percent less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from wasabi's ai enabled intelligent media storage wasabi air to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals data deletion and ransomware wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 